Welcome back to episode 7 of Shit You Should Know. Uh, today we're talking all things flexible dieting and what is a bit of a hot topic at the minute. So something coming in this week is the calories on menu. So if you've not seen it, we're, uh, we're going to talk quickly over that. Um, and that's what we're going to start with. So from the 6th of April, uh, the government are bringing in something that all menus in all restaurants, all fast food chains, all pubs um, have got to have the calories for all the meals, drinks, I'm not sure. Drinks as well? Yeah, sorry, I was distracted because it's snowing outside. <laughs> oh, we're in the middle of a storm. Um, so, yeah, so uh, the, the new guidelines, all the calories have to be on the menus. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are talking about it, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Uh, and then that's obviously going to go into what we're talking about with flexible dieting. So, um, I'm going to throw it out to G and see what G's thoughts are on calories on menus, good, bad. Always <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> it's good because I think as a nation, we do need to be more aware of what, how many calories are in things, and understand the importance of the energy intake, energy output. Because there is an obesity epidemic, and that's epidemic, pandemic. Not another pandemic. Epidemic. Epidemic. Can't be doing another pandemic. Um, so for people to start understanding a little bit more with the calories like it is important because we, we need to because that it's the fundamental to losing fat and gaining fat so it will be helpful and will help people track their calories and understand that actually eating out isn't just 500 it can be about 2000 calories which is just one meal but you've had all the rest, the rest of it on top so I think it would be good for education wise but then, of course, there is the people that have had eating disorders in the past and people that aren't, haven't got a good relationship with the numbers and um, just want to have a break from um, the, the numbers and everything. Because eating isn't just about numbers. It is about like the social side of it, it's the culture and just enjoying food. And you can lose fat and maintain weight without counting the calories it's just a tool and a method to help with fat loss and understand it so it's good for education but then bad if you've got a bad relationship with it all that's where they need to be a bit careful really because you don't want to trigger anything so what do you think exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> no so yeah education wise good yeah um again but like you say it's like it's turning everything into numbers so like you'd go out for a meal and then it's going to be like people are going to start talking about the calories in food and not yeah, yeah. just enjoying it. That's one thing. And then, like I say, if obviously people have not necessarily like, well, yeah, eating disorders and things like that, but if, if people do start to obsess too much over the numbers, mm-hmm. uh, that's where it can be sort of yeah. detrimental or anything. But I think, like, like I say, the good thing is calorie tracking in general is probably the best, I won't say it, but yeah, the best tool to learn about calories and food, but then I'm pretty sure you're the same and any sort of decent coach is gonna be the same that tracking calories should always be a bit of a start point and there should always be that end point of being able to go without tracking calories. Yeah. Putting calories on all the menus when everyone goes out is like, you can't get away from it then. I really like that um, analogy where it's like checking your bank account and it's like, you don't check, like. What am I trying to say? So tracking calories, looking at the numbers, seeing what's going in, what's going out, is like doing online banking. Just having a look at your phone, seeing if like, oh, 
have I got the money to spend on a holiday? Yeah, cool, I'll spend it. But you don't have to check your bank account every day, all the time, because you kind of have an understanding. But every now and then when you're a little bit unsure, that's when you just check in, have a little look. And that's the same with the calories. But if we're then forced to look at calories every time we go out, it's a bit like, oh, I don't want to be reminded every yeah. single time that, oh, actually, I'm going to have a good 2,000 calories here. I just want to enjoy it. Because even though, yeah, some, like, it, it doesn't take into account, like, the averages, does it? Because if you do have 4,000 calories in one day, it doesn't mean you're suddenly going to gain fat. That's just one day. It's not looking at the rest of the day. So if you were eating out every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, or even just two meals, then yeah, it would be helpful for people to realise that it is adding up. But if it's once a week and you've gone from just enjoying that social time and not gaining fat, and then suddenly you see the, the calories, you think, oh God, I can't have that because there's so many calories, I'll gain yeah. fat. And it's like, well, you've done it for the last 10 years and you, you've where you are still like... Yeah. Because your body does average it out and it depends on everything else in the week. It's not just that one meal. So that's where, again, it's got to be careful because people that don't understand calories enough will take that one meal too far. And if people don't know how much they're supposed to have as well, they think that each meal has got to be like... Because everyone, when they're losing fat, it just goes, oh, I'm trying to have 200-calorie meals. Like, that's good, isn't yeah. it? It's like, well, no, that's... <laughs> That's, that's a snack yeah. <laughs> like a protein bar is 200 calories in it yeah. like knowing that actually six, 700 calories for a meal even a thousand depending on who you are what you do and how much you like to eat it's, it is okay so as long as everyone's got the education around it it'd be fine but not everyone has access to that and wants to and uh, yeah that's the biggest thing is that education around it like if someone has had or is using a decent coach mm for the diet, they'll be able to go out and just look at the calories and everything, that sounds, that's a thousand calories, not, yeah. no worries, I'll sell it out tomorrow, yeah. or whatever. Um, which sort of brings us into a flexible dieting, which is more your bag than mine, to be honest, so I'm going to just leave, <laughs> you, leave you to roll with this one. We had a question on, sort of around flexible dieting, um, and that sort of like goes in again to what we spoke about about calories and menus and stuff. So the question was something along the lines of, don't quote me on it, but um, will eating a pizza ruin my progress or yeah. knock me off track? Yeah. What was your answer to that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I used to think as well when I was younger and didn't understand calories and stuff. It's like you have a takeaway. You, it's kind of drilled into you that oh that's a fattening food. So have a takeaway, like you curry, banana bread, all that kind of good stuff, and you go, I'm going to gain fat. And like, young girls as well, even adults, like pinching the skin, going, oh, I'm gaining fat, I'm gaining fat, just from that one meal, but it's not how it works either. So understanding more about the calories and going, actually, I can have this meal, work it into my day, work it into my week, and the body doesn't just gain fat, like, as soon as you eat food. Um, so that's where flexible dieting, it's kind of annoying that every kind of way of eating has a name now. Yeah. You can't just eat, just eat. <laughs> um, yeah. But it is a nice yeah. way to look at the calories and go, actually, if I have a pizza and it's 1,000 calories and I'm aiming for 2,000 today, I've actually still got enough for a 500 calorie breakfast and a 500 calorie lunch, which is, again, is a good, decent sized meal. Um, so the flexible dieting works is as long as you're hitting your calories, you can lose fat. So 
You could have 2,000 calories worth of McDonald's and Pop-Tarts. Sounds good. And if you're you're in a calorie deficit, so if you're losing fat at 2,000 calories and you're moving a lot, then you will lose fat. But the thing with that is that when you actually look at how much food you get for McDonald's and Pop-Tarts, you realise it's not actually that much food. So you'll have to like not have breakfast, not have lunch, but then just have like one big dinner or something and you won't feel very satisfied. And also long term health. It's not proper food, is it? No, long term <laughs> health is I don't know how much meat's in one of Mackey's burgers, but there's not a lot. No. Um Yeah, massive like that that is the thing like it's I think one thing it's easy to do is to go too much just focus on calories. Like for fat loss, yeah, it just comes down to calories, but I think people forget that food is actually fuel. Yeah, longevity. What I sort of live, yeah. and also if people are training, fuel for training. I I don't know if anyone's ever tried it. I haven't, so I won't know. But trying to train on a week's worth of mac is yeah. is you're not going to train as well if you're training on like sort of decent quality food. Uh, so if you think about sort of fueling the body to do what you want to do, yeah. Um, what was going on about the calories? So it, it becomes more than just numbers and calories. Yeah. And that's where I think people need to go with like flexible dieting and and more. So if you can sort of base your meals like I know one thing that sort of that you do and, and we do at Unit One is focus on getting three good quality meals in a day with some fruit and veg in every meal, with some protein every meal, with a decent source of carbs every meal. And then if you're doing that like 90 percent of the time, then you can just have a pizza and there's nothing. You don't even need to think about the calories in the pizza world. You need to yeah. worry, are you going to go off track? Like, you've, you've, you've got all the good stuff in, so having a pizza is not going to kill you. And it's not going to ruin your progress. And it's it's a pizza at the end of the day. It's, it's a bit of dough and some tomatoes. And <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's dough I mean, with, like, flexible dieting, when you look at it, everything is just a mixture of protein, carbs and fats. So... Whether it's a pizza or whether you're having pasta and tomatoes and cheese, like both are carbs, protein, fats, but one might just have more than the other, so it's more calorific. Like it's, um, it's just knowing that food, food's just food. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. I think highlighting that it's not good or bad, but it's just calories. But then obviously you need you need the good stuff as well because long term health. So it's the good stuff in your calories and then if you want and need to have something that isn't the good stuff then just work it into the calories and you'll be fine that makes sense yeah that definitely makes sense <laughs> cool um, there's another thing actually yeah I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about um, processed foods and a little study that I wanted to share because it said there was two groups both went on diet for two weeks and then they swapped over and did the diet that the other group just did. So the first group had highly processed foods. The calories were matched, the proteins were matched, even the fibre was matched, which is hard to do if you are having processed foods. And so one group was on that highly processed diet. The other group was on very whole food diets, like fruit, vegetables, proteins, lean meats, nothing that was processed. Well, highly processed. They said to them, these are three meals. If you want to have any more at the end of the meal, let us know. We'll give you some more. If you want to have any snacks in between, you can do. And if you don't, you don't have to. And it was very much like 
they had the three meals and it was up to them what they did afterwards. And the three meals that both groups were served had the same amount of calories in. But the, cal- the group that had the processed stuff would have their, I can't remember what it was, but like say 500 calorie meal and go, no, I'm still hungry, I want more. Whereas a group that would have something that was full of veg, um, proteins and carbs and stuff like that, they'd go, actually, no, I'm full, I don't want any more. So they ate less calories, but the highly processed people said yes to having more and having more snacks, um, even though it was higher in calories than you do that. Um, so that's just interesting that, yeah. yes, you can flexible diet and, yeah, um, we can eat healthy, but what you do eat does affect how much you then eat as well. So, yeah, that's just a little bit of interesting stuff that I thought was interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it proves doesn't it? like the yeah. the better quality of food and the, the like. Say so you can eat more for the same mm-hmm. calories if you're eating less processed food. Yeah. Fruit, veg, sort of. I bet as well. For. The uh, pe- the sorry. I can't, remember, I can't think of what I was trying to think of, so. Um, I bet the size of the meals yeah. differed as well. Because, yeah, like, yeah. a McDonald's burger and chips would be, like, a plate. But if you try to get the same amount of calories worth of, like, new potatoes, salad, veg, and lean meats and stuff, it would be a massive big plate or bowl. So that also, like, visually, that's like Nutrient a Nutrient dense, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's, that's all. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Cool. I'll stop rambling now. <laughs> well, no, I think I was good. No, yeah. Um, wrapping up, have we got questions to wrap up or we... Uh, no, just, just throw it over to um, new listeners. If you have any questions about the menus or about flexible dieting or anything that we've talked about, then let us know and we'll get back to them in the next couple of episodes. Thanks for listening.